Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 128. This is the second part, continuation of last week's episode, where I will be sharing with you the details of the brand new success path that we have created for all of you to help you crush 2020, to make it the best year ever in your business. We call it the five phases of network marketing leadership. I promise you, you will become very familiar with this framework because I truly believe this is a framework that can literally help you change your life. I'm really excited to share this with you today. So I'm going to be going through all the details, breaking it down with you. And as promised, I'm going to give you the link so that you can take the leadership assessment that we have created just for you. The name of the assessment is, what type of network marketing leader are you? And this is a short quiz that you're going to be able to take that will actually tell you which one of these five phases you're in. But I promise you, as you hear me going through this, you're going to be like shaking your head like, oh my God, this dude is inside my brain right now. How could he possibly understand at this level where I'm at in my business? I'm telling you, this is the real deal. So I can't wait to share it with you. But before I get into that, before I give you the link, and I promise you, I'm going to give you the link right here in the beginning of the episode. I forgot, shame on me, I didn't wish you guys Merry Christmas in the last episode. I'm like, I did this whole episode title around the gift for network marketing, and I forgot to wish you Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas. I hope all of you that were celebrating had an incredible day with family. I'm recording this the day after Christmas, so I'm still having that like sugar hangover from all the cookies and stuff, but we had an amazing day. And I just have to, I have to share with you this one story because... It was so funny and it was so special. And I want to feel free to steal this idea from us for next year. And, and I can only hope that it could bring you as much joy if you've got some younger kids that it did us. But so we're sitting around on Christmas Eve, Shannon and I, and she uh, is like, it's about 830. Gray just went down to bed a little earlier. He was kind of all fired up, right? Because he like under this is the first year he's two years old. He kind of gets it. Santa, he's excited. And so he's, you know, getting ready to fall asleep. And she's like, hey, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to ring a bell outside his door. His bedroom door, we close it when he's sleeping. And I want him to like think Santa's coming. And I was like, are you crazy? Like, he's just getting ready to go to bed. You're going to get him all riled up. He's not going to fall asleep. She's like, no, no, just trust me. And I'm like, all right, all right. So we have a Nest camera in his room. And she's like, well, just watch on the camera and tell me what happens. And I'm like, watch on the camera. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is not a good idea. So she goes up there and she rings these like sleigh bells outside of his room. And I get like, I'm telling you, we literally could not have scripted this better. He like at first he like rolled around like he was like excited, like flopping like a fish on his bed. Like he didn't know, like, should I lay this way? Should I lay that way? And then swear to God, he starts saying. He's really here, Santa. He's really here. Like, meanwhile, I'm like, well, what's this dude think we're doing? Like lying to him already? He's two years old. But he's like, he's really here, Santa. And he springs out of bed, stands up over the crib, and he's yelling, Santa, Santa, Santa. It was one of the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. He proceeds to lay down and then starts serenading Santa singing jingle bells to him. It was like the funniest thing. I, Shannon and I must have watched that video like a thousand times in the last day. I mean, it, like, it literally was one of the best moments of my life. It just brought me so much joy and happiness to see, you know, that's the gift of the holidays when you have young kids, right? You start experiencing it through their eyes. But for me, it's like, I forget like how with it he is sometimes and how he gets what's going on. And it, it was just so amazing. Like I, we're going to talk about that moment for the rest of our life. We're going to be showing that video to him, to his girlfriend, to his wife, to his children. And it, you know, it really just made me grateful for like these little moments that a lot of times I feel like in our journey to become successful entrepreneurs, we want to speed through life and we miss some of these small little moments that really become the memories that make a great life and that create, you know, the most joy and fulfillment for us. So I actually posted the video 
on my Facebook profile. So if you want to go check it out, you could watch it. But it was just so cool. So look, feel free to steal it. It wasn't our idea. Uh, Shannon told me her mom used to do that to her. And you know, we posted it. And we had a bunch of friends that said, yeah, we did the same thing. So anyway, it was really cool. But so let's get to the episode. I've got a lot to share with you. This is gonna be a little bit of a longer episode. I'm just warning you. But I promise you, I guarantee you, it will be worth your time. Do not check out of this one early because this is some of the best content that we've ever, that I've ever personally put out there. So let's talk about this, what we've done in creating this success path. And to go along with it, we have created the first ever leadership assessment for network marketing. And look, I truly believe that what I'm going to share with you in this episode not only has the chance to change your business and transform your results, but I believe it's going to do this for the entire profession. This is going to cause people to think and look at leadership differently. It's going to give them a tactical plan to help them start to measure their progress and start to get results that they want faster. And and I'm confident this is the biggest and the best thing we've ever done as a company. And when I share with you some of the details of what we're going to do in 2020, starting in January to help support you in this journey, I think you're going to be pretty excited. But I want to talk about what are the things that are holding you back today? This is what I hear from you the most. And we love surveying our community. But what we hear from you is this. You struggle with overwhelm. You struggle with confusion. You have self-doubt. Fear keeps you from taking consistent action. And then even when you do take action and you see results, you sabotage yourself or you're not consistent enough. And what I'm really, really looking forward to is letting you know that what I'm going to share with you is a step-by-step plan that no matter where you are in your journey, it will help you start to create better results and put you on a path to create something that we truly all should aspire for that I talked about in last week's episode, total freedom in your life. Because remember, freedom is the greatest gift that this profession has to offer any of us. And all of our coaching programs and training and content is going to be geared towards providing you that. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, make sure you do that when we're done here. You don't need to listen to last week's to get this one, but you definitely want to check it out. And my big announcement at the end of today, I've got a couple of them. We are rolling out two brand new programs in 2020 to help you on this journey to creating total freedom. And the second part of the big announcement is I'm going to be doing a huge free live training series in January. And you're probably listening to this. If it's when it's published, it's just the beginning of January. Starting on January 9th, we are doing the biggest free training and the best free training I've ever done you can start registering for that today. And now I am going to make you stick around to the end of the episode to get that link, but you're going to want to make sure you register and you're going to want to make sure you share it with your team. The title of the training, this four-part free live training is going to be four steps to building a full-time income in your network marketing business. So now here's the key without having to work full-time. So you're going to definitely want to check this one out. It's open to anyone. So I want you to definitely start promoting it. All right, but let me give you the thing that I know you've been waiting for, the link to the assessment. So if you go to, here's the link. We'll put this in the show notes as well. But if you go to yourvirtualupline.com forward slash quiz, yourvirtualupline.com forward slash quiz, you can take the assessment right now. There are 10 questions for you to complete. It should not take you more than five to seven minutes to do. What we've done is we have carefully selected questions to help us segment you based on your stage of development so that we can help you understand what you need to get to that next level. Now, it's very important that you do this. Here's why. Because you must get clear on where you are in your your journey to success. Where are you in your development, in your growth? Because once we know that, once we help you figure that out, now I will be able to give you the specific training and support that you need. And so once you take this assessment, we're going to email you a page with all of your results. And for each of the five phases, I have put together a specific training and action plan with a series of steps, things that you can do starting right now to help you get unstuck and start moving your business forward. Now, I do want to say this, though. I just want you to be prepared, okay? You, when you see these results and you watch the training video that I created and you go through the steps, you're going to love me and you're going to hate. You're going to love me 
because you'll know without a doubt that these are the things that you need to do. Many of you are literally going to feel like I'm inside your head, like I'm reading your thoughts. I've already had, we've already sent this out to a segment of our audience, and I've already had multiple people say, like, it's literally like you are inside my head. I, I don't understand how you could understand what I'm thinking. And I just want you to know it's because I've been doing this so long and I know you so well because I've been there, right? I can share this personal experience, which is going to help you. Now, you're also going to hate me because you know that there will be no more excuses. There's going to be no one else to blame for your lack of results because you now have a clear plan. And here's the thing. When you have a clear plan, when you know exactly what to do, you do not have the right to choose overwhelm anymore. And Sometimes that's scary, but it's what's necessary. When you really know what to do, that, that's the, the highest form of accountability because you're either doing it or you're not. And for those of you that are truly committed to your success, you want to go to the next level, you want to grow and you want to make 2020 your best year, we are going to be supporting you with coaching and two new programs that I promise you will be second to none in this profession. I am talking about the best training in the world to help you in your business. I have never worked harder on anything that I've done. I am not just here to inspire you because inspiration means nothing, right? I am here to help you transform your business and your life. We are in the transformation business. Being inspired does nothing. You've got to take action. You've got to have a clear plan to transform your results. And that's what this new success path is going to do. But we've addressed two problems. I want to just share these. I know I'm going to get to the details, but it's important that I give you the context of us creating this. Here's problem number one I'm hoping to help you solve with this new success path. Those of you that are not taking action because you feel confused and overwhelmed. Look, I, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Overwhelm is not having too many things to do. It's not being clear on the next thing to do. And this is a major issue for most of you today because there are so many people out there teaching you different things to do, right? You've got information overload. You have training and content being thrown at you at every direction, and you're consuming it day after day, over and over again. And you've got so much stuff in your head, it feels like it's going to explode at times. Look, I'd like to help you understand a really important point. Most of you do not have an information problem. You have an execution problem. The biggest issue in your business is you're not taking enough action. And I get it. It's because you don't know where to start because you're confused because there is no simple, clear plan. Just a bunch of content from different people, sometimes in opposition of one another. You're like, yeah, but so-and-so told me to do this and Bob told me to do that. And this what None of this stuff is going to serve you in getting the results that you want. You need clarity. You need a way to sift through all the stuff that's being thrown at you and determine what's best for you. And this leads me to the second big problem that I see a lot of you have, and many of you don't even realize it. You are modeling the wrong person, and you are focusing on implementing the wrong things in your business. Look, I want you to understand. It is possible to do the right things at the wrong time. And if you take nothing else away from this episode, I hope that this is it. Many of you are feeling overwhelmed and struggling and you're confused, not because you're either trying to do too much or you're focusing on taking action on things in your business because someone else told you to do it. Your upline, some trainer or coach that's quote unquote successful, never realizing that what they told you to do, what's working for them is not right for you because you are in a different phase of your business. Your business is not where theirs is. You're not ready for those things. Yes, they're the right things to do, but they're not the right things for you to do at this particular time. Let me give you an example. Here's one I see a lot. Social media. I see so many people focusing so much time and effort trying to figure out social media. They feel like they have to do it all because that's what somebody else said to them, right? One person said Facebook groups is the way to go. So I'm going to put all my time and energy into doing that. And then, oh, but, but so-and-so said Instagram is hot. So I better hop on Instagram. I'm going to spend my time trying to figure out stories and grow my Instagram feed and posts and Instagram live. And then, oh, yeah, but Bob, Bob said LinkedIn. He did an episode on LinkedIn. I got to figure out LinkedIn now. And I heard so-and-so say Pinterest. And here's the thing. 
What you're not doing is figuring out a way to sift through. You need a filter that as this information and advice gets thrown at you, you've got to figure out, does this matter to me right now? Is this important to me right now? And look, I'd love to give you a really valuable piece of advice. Took me a long time to learn this, but I hope it helps you. If you do something just because someone you respect tells you to do it, or because it sounds like a good idea, without you figuring out if it's the best or the right idea for you, you're going to be overwhelmed for the rest of your life and most likely never get the results that you want. Because there will never be a shortage of people that will tell you what you should do. And you want to know what I have found to be the secret of success? You've got to start doing less if you want to produce more. And look, if you're just starting out, and you're struggling in your business right now. You don't need to be on every social media platform. This drives me crazy. People say, Bob, how can I do it all? Right? How can I manage it all? And I just respond back simply. You're not supposed to. You don't have to do it all. Who told you you needed to? Who said you have to do everything? Look, you don't. Especially if everything you're doing isn't working for you. See, this is the thing. If somebody doesn't understand where you are in your business, which phase of growth you are in, they do not have the ability to make the correct recommendations for you. And here's the one thing that I've learned the hard way. There is no one size fits all approach to training. As hard as we might try, it's going to be different for all of you. And what I am most excited about is once you take this assessment and you understand which phase of growth you're in, that you now have the filter to start to figure out what does matter to you. And look, whether you decide to take this journey with me or not, with some of these new programs that we're offering that I'm so excited about, doesn't matter to me. I mean, I'd love to have you. I think that I know that if you do, we are going to help you take it to the next level. But even if you just use this as a way to apply to other trainings that you're doing, it's going to be life-changing to your business. Okay, so let's get into the five phases now, now that I've said all that. And I just want to remind you, this is going to be a high-level overview probably not high, high. We're gonna, I'm going to get into some good parts of the details. But when you take the assessment, when you get your results sent to you, it's going to go much deeper. I've recorded a training video for each one, and we have an entire actionable to-do list, a plan that you're going to get a page that's going to have everything on there. So just a reminder, yourvirtualupline.com forward slash quiz. We'll put that link in the show notes for you to take the assessment. So let's talk about it. The five phases of network marketing leadership. Here's the thing that I think is going to be most important is that for our students that come into our world, we now have a clear path and a vision for them to see the beginning and the end of what we're helping them do. And we've never really had that before. We've never really had a way for somebody to say, hey, here's where I am and here's where I'm headed. Right? We've just kind of put training out there that's been great training, but it's been unrelated at times and it hasn't always been relevant to everybody that's in our community. So what wound up happening is we wound up confusing and overwhelming a lot of people. Look, I'm not ashamed to admit that. I didn't know what I, what I know today, but I knew I needed to figure out a way to solve that. I needed to figure out a way to group people together that were in that same phase and figure out how to prescribe training that was more helpful for them. And that's exactly what this is going to do. Whether you're just starting out, you don't even have a team, or you're already crushing at multiple six-figure income, we've got you covered in this framework. And just like I mentioned in the last episode, the end goal of this framework is to help you create total freedom in your life. So as you progress through each of these five phases, you're getting closer and closer to that dream of having that as a reality. Let's get into the details. Phase number one of the five phases of network marketing leadership is what we call self-leadership. Here's what describes somebody that is in the self-leadership phase. You do not have a team yet, but you've had some success getting customers, but you haven't been able to crack the code on growing and building a team. You may not even have any personal recruits, or you've got maybe one or two, but they were not really serious. Maybe they were just preferred customers. That's kind of where you're at there. The other thing about self-leadership is what's interesting is a lot of times these people, when I start talking about leadership, they tune out because they don't even think of themselves as leaders. And that's a big part of the problem. So if you're listening to this right now and we, when you hear leader, you're like, mm, that's not me. 
I want you to understand that this is a big reason why you're stuck because you want to know who the most important and the first person that you need to learn how to lead if you're going to lead others. Yeah, it's you. Self-leadership is all about learning how to lead yourself. Now, people in this phase, they could range from somebody that's brand new to we have people that come to us that have been in this phase for years in their business, unable to break through and grow that team, still struggling with some of the things I'm going to be sharing with you. And listen, the longer you've been in this phase, obviously, the more frustrated and doubtful you can become. But here are the two biggest enemies of people that are in phase number one, self-leadership, fear and overwhelm. Now, fear comes to them in two ways, self-doubt where you doubt your own ability and belief in yourself to have success. You're not confident when it comes to the different things that you're being required to do in your business. And the second way that fear shows up is the opinions of other people. You are afraid of what other people are going to think of you because you're doing network marketing, because maybe you don't look and sound perfect, because you haven't seen the results that you want. Fear manifests itself in these two areas. And this both of these types of fear are crippling to people that are in phase one. It's the reason why you don't take action because of that. The second biggest enemy of yours is overwhelm. Now, overwhelm comes from a lack of clarity on what to say and do. This is also the reason if you feel overwhelmed because you're not sure where to start, you will also be lacking in confidence. So as a result of these two things, you're afraid and you're overwhelmed. You're either not taking action at all or you're just not taking action consistently enough to see the results that you want. Here's the trap that you fall into, the trap of consuming instead of producing. I like to call this passive action. You're busy all the time, but you're busy doing things like watching videos, listening to podcasts, scrolling and posting on social media. You're constantly getting ready to get ready, but you never do anything, right? Passive action is you're tricking yourself by staying busy, but at the end of the day, you're not producing the results that you want. Social media is probably the biggest culprit here. How many of you, if you're in the self-leadership phase, you don't even have a team yet, how much time do you spend on social media? And how's that been working out for you at this point? So you've got to start to shift the way that you look at social media, the amount of time you spend on it, and how you use it if you want to start moving forward. People that are in the self-leadership phase have hope that life can be better. They have a dream, but they don't have a clear vision of how it will. It's almost like you're not sure. You've, you're hopeful, but you don't yet believe that it can happen for you. And this is the thing. When you start peeling back the layers, all of this is driven by a lack of confidence and belief in yourself. People that are in the self-leadership phase, whether they realize it or not, have underlying issues of self-worth and worthiness. You've had these negative thoughts and these limiting beliefs playing your head for so long. Who am I to think I can do this? You've actually accepted them as truth and reality. And the reality is this, they're not truth. They're lies and stories that you made up about yourself that you now believe to be true. And in order for you to transform and make a change, you've got to stop this pattern of believing these things about yourself. This is what we're going to help you to do, right? So all of this means, and you know this, you are your own worst enemy. You're not working it consistently. When it comes to your business, you're not part-time, you're sometime. You work your business when you feel like it, when it's convenient, when you're motivated. Your emotions, self-leadership phase, phase one, their emotions determine whether or not they're working their business. And the other thing you struggle with is time management. You struggle finding the time to work your business, to have those business hours, because you've got so much other stuff going on in your life. This is a big issue for you. So the, these are some of the characteristics that describe people in the self-leadership phase. Maybe you're hearing this. You're like, yes, yes, this is me. So once you take your assessment, you're going to get your results. We're going to give you your action plan, and we're going to have you focus on three things. And I'm just going to give you a brief overview. The results page will go through these in detail. Number one, you have to find a way to build your confidence and belief. And the way that you do this is by starting to change the way you think about yourself in your business, and we will teach you how to do that in the action plan. The second thing you have to do is you've got to keep your recruiting simple. There's only one reason why someone could be successful getting customers, but not be successful in recruiting people or building or growing a team. It's because you talk too much. 
I don't want to be rude. I'm just being honest. You talk too much. And you know you talk too much. You make yourself the expert. You do all the explaining. You answer all the questions. Now, I get it. You don't have bad intentions. You're just excited about what you do. You want to share it with people. You believe in it. But the problem is this, is if it's not simple, if the other person on the other end of that conversation, at the end of that conversation doesn't say, yeah, I could do this, they're not going to want to join you. And this is the reason why people are not joining you because they're on the other end of the conversations you're having with them and they're thinking, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I don't have the time to do this. They don't look at themselves as salespeople. So you have to radically change the way you share your products and business with people and it must be simple. And I will go through what that looks like in your results. The third thing that you need to do is start seeing your business through a bigger lens. What I really want you to know if you're in this phase, it's not an accident that you're here. It is not an accident that you said yes to this profession. You were drawn to this profession because deep down inside in your heart and soul, you've always felt this burning desire to do something bigger and better with your life. And you may not believe it's possible yet, but it's there and you can't deny it. And that's the reason why you're here. And I want you to understand, if you've got a dream for your life to be better, there's a reason why it's there. God would not place a dream in your mind without giving you the things you need inside of you to make that a reality. But you got to start getting outside of your comfort zone. You have to stop you know, feeling like you need to be in control all the time. You got to forget about what other people are going to think about you and what you do. You need to really start looking at this as something that was put in your life, network marketing, for a bigger purpose, bigger than just making money. It's about changing people's lives. It's about transforming their lives, right? It's about helping you make an impact. And until you start to shift the way you look at what you do, you're going to continue to stay stuck struggling with fear and overwhelm. So we're going to help you work through those three action steps in your business. Okay, so let's get into phase number two. Phase number two is accidental leader. Here are what describes people that are in the accidental leader phase. You've started to grow a team. Now, many times this is just by sheer excitement and enthusiasm. You believe in it. Maybe the products have changed your life. You can't wait to share it with people. People feed off of that. They buy, they join just because you are you. But here's the thing. You've started to build a team. And now these people are looking at you for leadership and direction. And if you're honest, you're not really sure what to tell them what to do because you don't even know how to explain what you did. You just went out and did it. There was no plan. This is what I mean by accidental leader. It's like, oops, I'm a leader now. What the heck do I do? So accidental leadership is all about this. You have personal results, but very little team results. There's not much duplication happening at all on your team. Other people are struggling to see success. Right now, you think, and the conversation that's happening in your mind is you're frustrated because you can't find any business builders. You keep saying, why aren't people as serious as me, right? Why don't they get it? And now I'll come back to that because that's not necessarily always the case. But you struggle big time with consistency and you drive yourself crazy. And here's why. Because you know what you should be doing. You've been around long enough. You've been on the training calls. You've seen other people have success. You know what to do. See, if people in the self-leadership phase, phase one, a lot of times they don't even know what to do. So they almost kind of have an excuse, but you don't have that excuse anymore because you know what to do, but you're not doing it. You can't find the motivation. You get caught in your own head, stuck with fear. And this is, you just beat yourself up because you know if you could just get over that, but you don't know how to get over that, right? You've probably made some money as an accidental leader, but it's not consistent money yet. And it's not something you can rely on. And it's certainly not something that you can get excited about. It's hit or miss. And all of this, this lack of success of seeing other people that you recruit join and not be able to produce the same results. Here's what it does is it has you start to question your own ability as a leader. There's something called imposter syndrome that is a big problem for accidental leaders. It's when you really don't look at yourself as a leader. And part of that is because you're measuring your own worth by other people's results. And what you don't yet understand is you're not responsible for making people successful. I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But this also causes you to be less likely to share your business with people because you've got this conversation in the back of your mind that... It's almost like, what if they do say yes? You're more afraid of them saying yes than no. Because if they say no, at least you're off the hook. You don't have to have another person fail. 
So you're afraid for them to say yes. And, and especially when it comes to family and friends, because, oh, man, I can't have a family member or a friend join me and fail. Now I'm going to be, they're going to blame me. And the, these are the kind of conversations that happen in accidental leaders' heads. And a lot of times they don't even realize they're happening, but they hold you back. Here's what you've not yet done if you're in this phase. And this is absolutely necessary. You must adopt the mindset and identity of a business owner. Accidental leaders do not think of themselves as business owners. They don't think of what they do as a business. They don't act like they're running a real business. And I can tell by the way they talk and the way that they show up, right? You downplay what you do to others, right? A little, little side gig or, you know, just a little part-time thing. You don't ever want to really stand confidently in what you're offering people. You're not painting the vision of freedom and what's possible, right? And the other thing is you're not consistent, right? You're not showing up consistently getting through those challenging times. Just like a, a real business owner, you start a real business, you'll work an entire year, 50, 60 hours a week and not even take a paycheck because you know that's what you need to do to build a business. But you, that doesn't show up for you here. It's hit or miss. Now, look, I get it. It's totally expected for many of you. Because most of you that struggle with this, it's because you never even thought about owning a business before you joined your network marketing business, right? You probably, the only reason why you even started building the business is because you fell in love with the products. They changed your life. You shared it with others. It did the same before you know it. There's a team growing. You're a leader. And now you're calling yourself a business owner because you got some checks coming in. Right, but you haven't yet stepped into the identity of that. You haven't wrapped your mind around that. You haven't started believing that that is you. And this is influencing the way you show up. And this is what is creating the results that has you frustrated. And you got to understand it starts in your mind with the way you look at yourself and think about what you do. Right? Accidental leaders, the big mistake they make when it comes to not acting like a business owner is they don't have any systems. There's no systems or thought out ways of what they do. They just kind of do it and then they expect other people are going to do it. But what they don't realize is other people are not as good as you and they fail. And here's where the whole business builder thing kind of falls flat on its face if you ask me. Now, part of your problem might be that you're just targeting the wrong people. But I bet another part of why people are failing is because they're trying to do what you did to get them to sign up and they're just not as good as you. See, if you have simple systems for doing things like sharing your products and business, for onboarding new team members, clearly spelled out, using tools, right? People don't need to be experts. They just need to follow the system. This completely changes everything because it empowers other people to be able to go out and duplicate your results. They don't have to be as talented as you. They don't have to be great salespeople. They don't have to be an expert or know all the information. They don't have to have a life-changing story about the products. They just have to go out, plug into the system and do it. Systems are the way that you begin to create duplication. You will never have duplication on your team. Your team will never grow to that second, third, fourth generation. You will never have other leaders like yourself independently going out and working their business and creating results for themselves and others without systems. This is the biggest missing piece for a lot of you. I would venture to guess, if I had to say, probably at least 50% of you that listen to this show probably fall into this phase right here, phase number two. And what I just want you to understand is you got to take responsibility for your own success. You got to stop blaming other people. And you have to understand that you are the only person that can ever make you succeed or fail long term. But you got to start doing some different things to get different results. If what you're doing works for you, but it doesn't work for others, then it isn't working. You did not get involved in this profession to become a salesperson. You got involved in this profession, whether you realize it at the time or not. Certainly, I hope you know now because there's an opportunity for you to have financial freedom in your life, time freedom, right? This is really the big picture. And the only way you're going to get there is by increasing your leadership skills to start growing a team and help other people get results. And that's where it starts. There are three things that we're going to help you as an accidental leader do a better job of. And this is going to be on your results page. Number one, prospecting systems. We are going to help you create a bulletproof prospecting system so that you can start seeing duplication on your team. The second thing we're going to help you do is build your belief in yourself. Look, I know you probably have never thought of owning a business. You certainly never thought of yourself as a leader, but we're going to teach you to break that pattern. And what I'm going to teach you is to understand that your current results have nothing to do with your ability to create a better future for yourself. 
What you have or haven't done in the past doesn't mean that you can't become successful in the future. But here's what will be required of you to start becoming responsible for the way you think and the stories that you tell yourself. And you must start changing that part of your business. The third thing that we're going to teach you to do is how to run a real business. We are going to teach you how to adopt the mindset of a real business owner. And that means changing the way that you think, changing the way you talk, and certainly changing the way you act in your business. Those are the three things. All right, phase number three, the rising leader phase. So here are what describes somebody that's in the rising leader phase. You've hit the first real leadership rank in your compensation plan. So let me just start off by saying congratulations. Now, I know the term first real leadership rank sometimes is a little confusing, but here's what I found to be true. And this may be something you may want to ask your upline if you're not sure. Almost all companies have that one rank that is not something that you can typically just hit on your own, that you've got to be able to demonstrate some level of leadership in terms of helping other people have success. And look, it's different for every company. But that's the rank where you really know that somebody has arrived. Now, one of the things that we're going to be doing to assist you in going through this assessment to make sure that we give you the most accurate results is we're actually going to try to identify as many of the companies as we can, our most common companies that are in our community. We're going to identify what that rank is for you because it's important that you know that because that is really the distinguishing factor that will determine when you move from phase two to phase three. So you've started growing a team, but once you've hit that first real rank, now there are other characteristics that we'll go through and that might help you, but that's going to be one of the things that'll be important. Now, here's the interesting thing though, when it comes to hitting that first real leadership rank, because oftentimes it's something that as you're progressing and you're starting out, you got it as a big goal for yourself and your business. And I can remember when I was just starting out, it was something that I like obsessed over. Like I couldn't wait to get there because I felt like once I got there, I finally would have arrived and now everything would be better. Look, I did a whole episode on something called the achievement trap. I believe it was episode 120. That is an important thing for you to understand that hitting a rank is not going to make everything better. But we put a lot of weight on hitting these goals. And what's interesting is we finally hit them and we give ourselves very little time to even appreciate or be grateful for the efforts and the growth that we experienced to get there. And I share that with you starting out because if you're a rising leader, I bet that this is what you have a tendency to do because this is a mindset thing for these people. You focus more on what you haven't done than what you have done. And you do not take the time to give yourself credit for the accomplishments along the way. Now, I get it. You haven't arrived. You've got bigger goals. But far too often, rising leaders, they become their own worst enemy because they don't do this. And I'm telling you, you need to learn how to give yourself credit for the growth that you've experienced and the things that you have done, because that oftentimes provides the spark and the fuel that you need to get to that next level. Now, rising leaders, if you're there, you do treat what you do like a business. And that is a big reason for your results. You've got at least one, but probably more if you're further along the rising leader stage, you've got a bunch of accidental leaders on your team. And this is one of your issues. So what that means is you've got these people on your team that kind of at times look like a leader and you see some potential and you know they could do some great things, but you don't have anyone else at your rank on your team. So you don't have any other independent leader that's at your level that just kind of does it without you. You just got a bunch of people that need their hand held and they need to be motivated all the time. And this is a major pain for you because you get frustrated with them and they drive you crazy because they never seem as committed as you. And it it feels like you have to do everything. And matter of fact, you wonder if you didn't do it, if anything would ever get done at all. And what winds up happening is you become really frustrated And you start to feel exhausted because you're just dragging these people across the finish line, trying to motivate them towards their own goals. And you're like, I didn't need anybody to do this for me. And you don't understand why you have to do it for them. But what you have to understand is that this is a part of your development and growth as a leader. Now, at this level, rising leader, you are making consistent income in your business, right? Now, I know it's not the money that you hope for. It's not the big money, but it's, you've got a paycheck coming in it's, and it's consistent and you can count on it and it's changed your family's life at, at whatever level. Now, if I had to put a number on it, in my experience, I would see that rising leaders are, could be anywhere between $500 a month and $3,000 a month 
could be on the higher end of that, probably not much less than that, depending on your comp plan and how close to phase four you are in terms of the growth of your team. But that's, you know, that's life-changing income for most of you had an extra couple thousand dollars a month coming in passive income that you didn't have to work to create anymore necessarily because it was based off of you developing, growing a team. Now, here's the big thing about this phase, because this is probably one of the phases that people spend the most time in. So how long you get stuck in this phase will determine whether or not you are excited to be there. I know some people that spend years in the rising leader phase, and you want to know why I know some people? Because that some person was me. Now, if you've been stuck in this phase for too long, if you've been stuck at your current rank for way too long, then duplication has probably stopped on your team. It's not growing. If it is growing, it's growing just you know, little bit each month, right? Barely enough to even notice, but more likely what's happening is you're probably struggling every month just to maintain your current rank. And this is a huge cause of stress and anxiety for you every month. And this is also a huge mindset and belief issue for you because a lot of your sense of self-worth is tied to the rank that you hold. It's tied to your achievements. So this idea that you're going to lose the rank, it's almost like you're losing yourself. I'm not good enough anymore. I can't even keep this rank, right? And you have this outward appearance like you've arrived and you've got it all together, but deep down inside, you still feel like an imposter, like you're not worthy of all this adoration and success that you have. And you don't understand why you're not more happy or fulfilled with the results that you have. Because when you first started out, it's all you dreamt about. But now that you have it, it's, you're realizing it's not good enough. You've got these negative thoughts and you've got these limiting beliefs that really start to pop up here. And this is something that you've got to learn to become conscious of and address. Now, when it comes to your team, you've done a great job building relationships, right? You love your team. Some of your best friends, the people that you want to spend time with, this is like, these are your people. But these relationships actually hold you back. And here's the why. Because you're afraid to really step into what leadership requires of you, which is not always being people's friend and saying things that make them happy and affirming them. It means sometimes you've got to practice the tough love, say things they don't want to hear in order to make them better. And you resist this. You resist things like systems and accountability and structure and confrontation and habits and discipline because it feels icky, right? You got into this deal to be free and now you got all these things that are being regimented and structured and you're like, I don't know if I want to do that, but your unwillingness to do it is one of the things that's holding back. So what this really boils down to is this. In the accidental leader phase in phase two, it was really about adopting the mindset of a business owner, starting to really treat what you do like a business. But in this phase for you, it's all about the leadership identity. It's about you really beginning to look at yourself and believe that you can be the leader you need to be to help others have success just like you. And it's also you learning how to make the shift into not just creating your own personal results, but helping other people create those results. And that's a whole different set of skills that you need to be learning. You almost like you have to reinvent yourself once you're in this position in order to go that next level. And that's scary and it's uncertain and it makes you not be in control. And that's the reason why you shy away from it. But you got to start running into it, leaning into that, because this is the key to you unlocking your growth. Now, this is also the first phase where we have two segments of people. So we have what we refer to as more advanced rising leaders. These are people that are brand new to this phase, right? They're, you just hit the rank, your business is growing, you're excited, or you've been in it for a little while, but your business is steadily growing. So you're not frustrated. You're excited because you know it's only a matter of time before you get there. You're growing yourself. You've got a solid foundation of systems in place. So you're scaling beyond yourself. You've got people that are out there doing it, whether or not you hold their hand. These are what we call more advanced rising leaders. But then we have a second subset of people that have been in this phase for way too long. And you know who you are. You've been stuck at that rank for way too long. You're not excited anymore. Your business is not growing. It may even be dying and you're struggling just to maintain that rank. You've got a very different mindset than more of an advanced rising leader. But here's the thing. Regardless of which one of those two you are, the action plan is the same. And here are the three things we recommend for rising leaders. Number one, you must watch out for the biggest trap and pitfall of people in this phase, which is management mode. Management mode is when you get out of your own personal 
activities that got you there. You're not leading by example anymore. You're not personally recruiting. You're not getting new customers. And you just focus on trying to help your team. This is deadly to your business. In your results page, if you fall into this phase, I'll explain to you why. And I'll explain to you how to avoid it. The second thing you must do is you must implement systems to help you scale. Now, when I talk about systems to help you scale, I'm talking about training systems for things like prospecting and onboarding. Eventually, here's what you're going to realize. Most of you have probably realized this already. When your team is smaller, when you're just an accidental leader, you can be everything to everyone and still move your business forward. But you will reach a point where your team gets big enough where that's not possible anymore. And one of the big mistakes that rising leaders make is they spread themselves too thin. They wind up working with people that don't really deserve their time, but they need their time because you think it's your job to make people successful. You feel responsible for their success, and that's not true. The only way you're going to scale beyond yourself and get to that next phase, which is where the real money and the freedom begins, is you must learn how to change the way you think about your own time. You must start working with people that deserve your time, not the ones that need it, your best people. Now, the problem is your best people won't ask for your time, right? But you have to learn how to start creating boundaries around your time, start protecting it, understanding your time is the most valuable resource. Not everybody just gets it because they want it. This is something that a lot of people struggle with in this phase. And the third thing that we are going to help you focus on is developing a vision for your life. Look, one of the number one reasons why rising leaders get stuck is because they don't think big enough. You lose sight of the reason why. You don't have that clear vision or belief that it's possible. You don't think big. You're so caught up in your current circumstances and the craziness of what happens in your life every day. You don't have that vision pulling you forward, inspiring and motivating you towards taking action towards a worthwhile goal. So we're going to teach you how to think different, how to start thinking bigger, how to start managing the negative thoughts that have been holding you back. This is a critical thing for you to do. All right. Phase number four is intentional leader. Here are what describes people that are in the intentional leader phase. You are well on your way to designing a business and a life that you love. You are intentionally growing your team. You are leading people. They are having success. You've got at least one other rising leader on your team. So you've got at least one other person that is close to you doing what you do, right? You don't need to hold their hand. And that's really one of the reasons why you started to kind of multiply your results. And that's a great feeling to know that you've got somebody on your team like that. But here's the problem. though: A lot of times intentional leaders, especially if you're newer to this phase, that actually is a little bit of a cause of stress for you. Because that one other person probably represents a very large percentage of your team. Could be anywhere between 50 to 75% of your entire team is under that other person's business. And that could potentially put you at risk. Because look, we never want to think about the negative, but God forbid that person leaves. You know, what does that do to your business long term? So here's what we have to start doing. We have to start developing and challenging and growing ourselves to create other leaders outside of that team, outside of that other person. Look, it's great. It's great that you've got a superstar on your team or somebody that's growing into that. But now it's your job to focus on creating others. See, a lot of intentional leaders, they take the path of least resistance. They just focus on that one person's business because that's the easy thing to do. But they never continue to do the hard work of starting new teams and recruiting new people and developing new leaders. So this is the phase where you really learn how to scale your business beyond yourself and your own personal efforts. If you're in this phase, you most likely have a full-time income. So you've, you're making enough money in your business. Now, if you're a brand new uh, intentional leader, you might not quite be there yet. But if you've been established in this phase, you have the ability to do just this if you want. You've got that financial and time freedom to commit just to being an entrepreneur. And you're well on your way to six figures if you haven't hit it already. We have intentional leaders that are at the multiple six-figure level. We have Intentional leaders that you know may still be at that four, five, six thousand a month, but their business is growing, and with just a few simple tweaks, you can scale to six figures quickly. There's no reason why somebody that maybe you're a brand new intentional leader and six figures still feels like a little far away for you. There's no reason why you can't get there in twelve months if you start doing things a little bit different. It's because you have really grown as a person, so you're able to multiply and create results faster if you're here. Let's talk about some of the challenges of this phase. Some of the biggest challenges that start to pop up for intentional leaders are you feel overwhelmed and at times you feel trapped by your business. 
And what's even worse, you feel completely alone. And your business success has actually become a curse. Because you haven't been intentional about the way you've grown your team, you've just gutted it out and grinded it out and built it, right? You're lacking the leaders that you need for time freedom. Every day you're being pulled in a hundred different directions with all the demands of supporting the success that you've created. And because of this, you're working 24-7 and you can't keep up and you're exhausted. You're on the edge of burnout and you don't know how much longer you can keep all this up. And here's a really, really bad byproduct of being in this place for too long. Your personal relationships begin to suffer. Your marriage starts to get damaged because he or she doesn't understand why you have so much time that you spend on the business because you feel like you can't let up or it's going to all fall apart. You've got all all these limiting beliefs and these stories and negative thoughts. You think in order to be a good leader, you've got to be there 24-7 for your team and nothing could be further from the truth. Sometimes your husband, your wife, your family members, they become resentful because you don't have the ability to shut it down and be present. You're so caught up in the grind of achieving and growing, you're missing the real gift that this profession can give you. And if you do have a six-figure income, your spouse may have left work. And when it happened, you were excited. You know, my husband quit his job. He hated it anyway. Now he can help me with the business. And that was a great thing at the time, but here's what has not been so great for you, is it adds a whole new level of pressure to you. And what you wind up being a little resentful for is because this very person that you allowed them to leave work now is becoming resentful of you because you're working hard to maintain the success that has allowed that to happen. You feel the added weight on your shoulders of now being the provider for your family. And outside looking in, you want to act like it doesn't bother you, right? You want to act like all this stuff doesn't matter to you. You're not thinking and feeling these things, but you are. And you've got nobody to talk to. And this is the reason why you feel alone. Because who would understand, oh, woe is me. You're earning a six-figure income. You're working from home. I feel so bad for you. But the thing is, is you do feel that way. You struggle with the fact that you're not as happy or fulfilled by the success that you have. You feel bad even saying it. And all of this causes you to have no passion for your work. It's like you're going through the motions. And that becomes a problem long-term because you just can't keep that up forever. Time management is a huge issue for intentional leaders. You struggle finding the time to, number one, balance your personal business and supporting your team. You know that you need to lead by example. You know you need to go out there and build some new teams and show your team, you know, don't just, you know, say what I do, do what I do. But you find it difficult to even do that because you're so pulled by your team for all these demands. So you struggle with that, you know, creating those boundaries. You also find it difficult to create boundaries between work and personal life. This is something that I've coached many, many intentional leaders on doing, being able to understand that the key to productivity is putting your own well-being and prioritizing your life. It was a, lot, a lot of intentional leaders will say this. They'll say that family's important, but when you look at the way they spend their time, that's not really the case. How you spend your time and how you spend your money will tell you what you value in your life. And it took me a very long time to realize that, you know, when I first had Grayson and I got married, I was a workaholic. Like I defined myself by my work 24-7. I loved it. But what I had to really come to terms with is that is if having a family is important to me, if I value this, then I need to be able to show them that through my time and my attention. And intentional leaders struggle with finding the balance in this area. And all of this also causes this. This is something that I don't hear a lot of people talk about. You feel misunderstood by a lot of people in your life because you have this desire deep down to do something special with your life. It's what drives you to work so hard, but your family and friends don't understand that. And as a result, they don't understand you. So you feel called to something more. You believe that your network marketing business was an assignment that was put into your life by God. It's this vehicle that allows you to be more and it scratches that itch for you. And this has you feeling guilty at times because you hear what these other people are saying and you wonder, maybe they're right. Maybe I, I, I should be happy just, just being a mom. I love my kids and I should be more happy being a wife or a sister or a husband or a father or a brother. But you can't deny this feeling deep down inside that there is a bigger purpose to your life. And yes, you love being a mom. You love being a wife. You are fulfilled by that, but it's not, you need something more. That's not enough. And I'm here to tell you, it's okay. And the thing is this, is this is where it becomes so important for you to pay attention to the people that you surround yourself with. 
Because over time, if you surround yourself with the wrong people, it'll drag you down. So you got to find a way to plug into a community of people that get you, that understand where you are at your level of success. People that you can talk openly and honestly with to help you navigate these mindset blocks that come up so many times for people that are at this level. And the last thing I'll say to you if you're an intentional leader, stop apologizing for your success. So many times I see people that have these amazing stories, they create these extraordinary results, and they're so afraid to share their own story. You know, they view it as bragging or they're embarrassed. Look, you need to be confident in sharing your story with others. You need to become an inspiration for people in your life. Your unwillingness to do this is just another indication that there are belief and mindset issues that are holding you back. And I promise this is indicative of a lot other bigger issues in your life. So, so here's what we focus with intentional leaders. Here are the three areas we focus on. Number one, by far, is mastering your own mind. See, when we talk about total freedom, part of that is this idea of personal freedom, which we're going to help all of you with in 2020. And personal freedom acknowledges you will never be free until you, until you master your own mind. There's no amount of money in the world that will ever make you happy if you don't address the inner game of success. So that's the first thing we help you with. Number two is developing other independent leaders, right? If your business doesn't run without you, it's not a business, it's a job. So we're going to help you create systems for identifying the right people for you to work with on your team, a framework for helping them become independent leaders in their own so that you can have the time freedom that you've always dreamt of to enjoy your results and to live your life. And the third thing that we're going to help intentional leaders with is advanced systems for training and supporting your team. This is also an important point. And some examples of this are leadership development, retention is a big thing that you need some thoughtful systems for. So we'll help you in those areas. And the fifth and the final phase, the ultimate destination for all of us, for you, is legacy leader. Legacy leader is defined. By total freedom, time freedom, financial freedom, personal freedom. Legacy leader, people follow you because of who you are, not what you do. It's all about character. Legacy leaders understand that success is 10% skills, 90% character. It's the person they are behind the scripts and the words that they use. And when we talk about financial freedom, it's about creating enough residual income to support your lifestyle, to being debt-free, to being be free of financial stress in your life. Time freedom is intentionally designing a business in a way that it doesn't depend on you to grow. And look, it doesn't mean that you don't work hard, but it's a choice because it's what you truly are fulfilled and passionate about. You've built a business that honors your priorities in your life. And then when we talk about personal freedom, it's you show up as who you are in business. You are authentic. You're not afraid to share your values and beliefs with those around you. Your business is a form of personal expression of what's most important to you, and you have complete and total alignment in your life. Legacy leaders are driven by a strong sense of purpose in everything that they do. Their network marketing business is a vehicle to help them live that out. They're motivated by contribution. They love seeing other people succeed. They are the living embodiment of this idea that I came up with of love and serve and grow, this framework. They are the living example of that. Look, you recognize these people when, they, when you meet them because they vibrate in a different way. They stand out. And what's interesting is even though it's not about the money to them anymore, they are among the top 1% of all income earners in the world. They're minimum six figures, probably on their way to seven figures a year if they're not there already. And they have incredible influence with people. And that influence comes from a willingness to serve and focus on other people's needs before their own. They're champions of the profession. They are an example of everything that is right. They love network marketing. They are not somebody that the minute they have success, they try to distance themselves from it right? They lead with love. They are supportive and caring for their team, but they understand that doesn't always mean being nice and affirming, right? They're not afraid to show up for people when they need them, even if that's not going to make them happy in the short term. They're incredibly disciplined and they understand that discipline is actually the fastest road to freedom. And this is a big reason why they have the results that they do. They're strong in their faith, 
They feel called to the work that they do. They truly believe that God has touched their lives when it comes to their business and their entrepreneurship. And they feel that this is really a mission for them. It's like part of their ministry of being able to transform people and help people. There's such a connection between those two things. And they're incredibly growth-oriented. Legacy leaders never stop growing. They never feel like they've arrived. They always know that there's another level they can go to. There's another level of impact. There's another level of contribution. There's more people for them to serve in the world. And listen, I know this is a long list. And I know for many of you, what I just shared with you, this idea of legacy leader feels a long way away. But I want you to understand how this works. I don't want you to get discouraged and be like, man, I got a lot of work to do. Because here's the secret to fast-tracking yourself to total freedom in your life. Number one, it's being rooted in the reality of where you are. You might not like that reality, but it's been your reality whether you realized it or liked it or not. And the first step to making a change is being honest about where you are so you can start to grow. But I also want you to think about this idea of legacy leader. Because here's one of the things I'm most excited about in creating this success path for all of you, is if you can truly study and understand the end goal, what it means to be a legacy leader, right? Everything that makes them successful. Because listen, as you heard me read through these qualities and characteristics, couldn't you so easily see, of course that person is going to be massively successful. Of course that person will be who they are. But here's the thing. What's to stop you from starting to be that person today? You might not have what they have, but you can be who they are. You can start acting and thinking like that person. You can adopt that identity. See, this is the starting point for all of our students is we are going to have you step into this identity of a legacy leader today. And here's the magical thing about that. That, more than anything, will help you get to where you want to go faster because success is not a matter of doing. It is a matter of being. And this, I think, is one of the greatest gifts that this framework is going to give all of you. So let me share with you the big announcements before we close this episode out. First one is we are rolling out two brand new programs. Now, I will have more information coming on these. I'm just going to give you the quick little heads up. You on the podcast are the first people hearing about this. My flagship program that's been around for three years, the Legacy Leadership Academy, we are completely relaunching and rebranding in January of 2020. So this month, it will be, I'm so excited about this, the first ever leadership certification program for network marketers in the world. We are going to help predominantly. Here's who this program will be for. If you are in phase one, two, or if you are a rising leader that still is kind of like stuck and struggling and you don't have strong systems, the Legacy Leadership Academy is literally going to be created for you. We have a 12-month plan of training, all of which are simple systems to help you grow in these different areas that we've talked about. At the end of the year, each training is a mission that you will complete. We've got milestones to help you take action. It's simple. It's clear. It is the step-by-step plan you always wish you had. Our goal with every single person in that program is to get you to phase three as an advanced rising leader and help you create a full-time income in your business. That is our goal for every single one of our students. And by the way, enrollment for that program will be opening up in mid-January. So we've got some really big announcements on that coming soon. Now, if you are a phase three advanced rising leader and you are a phase four intentional leader, we are introducing a brand new program for you. Starting in February, you will be able to enroll for a program that I've created called Next Level Leadership. This is a high-level coaching program for successful network marketing leaders. So if you're in advanced phase three, looking to speed up the process to get to phase four and phase five, we are going to help you focus on three things. Number one, deep dive mindset coaching. Think of it like this. Think of it as life coaching from somebody that actually loves and understands network marketing. There are a lot of great life coaches out there that will help you with mindset, but in my experience, barely any of them understand network marketing, nor do they respect it. Honestly, behind closed doors, you would be shocked at how many successful life coaches I've heard basically say they don't like network marketers, which to me makes me sick. 
you know, so here's what happens. A lot of you successful people, you wind up having to join, well, I'm going to join so-and-so's program because I need that mindset coaching, but then I'll join this program because I have the network mark. You wind up having to pay for two, three different programs, four programs, and you never really ever get exactly what you need. So I said, what if I could just create a one program that a successful network marketing leader could come to, get the mindset coaching, the life coaching they need so that they can battle their inner demons and get past that but then also give them the advanced leadership and systems training they need to grow their team. And that's the second thing you're going to get is advanced leadership training, advanced systems, the soft skills of leadership, the tough love side of leadership that you struggle with, how to scale beyond yourself, develop other leaders. And the third is goal achievement. We have created our own goal achievement system that we're going to give to you in this program to help you start to think bigger, no matter where you are, think bigger and how to achieve faster. And I have dreamt about this program since I started my business of doing something like this. And I have never been more excited to introduce something to all of you. We will be launching next level in February. So stay tuned. But LLA, Legacy Leadership Academy, is literally coming in a couple of weeks. I told you earlier that I've got a huge live free training coming up. You can register for it today. The title of the training, Four Steps to Creating a Full-Time Income in Network Marketing, and you can register for it starting today. It's happening on January 9th. It is a four-part live free training series. It is open to anyone for all levels. All you have to do, and we'll put this link in the show notes, is go to yourvirtualupline.com forward slash free training. This will be the introduction to the five phases for all of you. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take that assessment as soon as possible. I want you to figure out which one of the five phases that you're in. I want you to go through the action plan that I've created for you. And I want you to register for this free training series happening on January 9th. It starts yourvirtualupline.com forward slash free training. Promote it to your entire team. And I guarantee you it will be the best free training series I've ever done in my life. I am so excited to share this information with you, to start all of you on this journey to creating a business and a life of your dreams, total freedom. So. That's the episode. Look, thanks for sticking with me this long. I know this was a, a, a longer one. I had so much I wanted to share with you, but I sincerely hope you got a lot of value out of it. Hey, go take the assessment, get registered for the training, spread the word, both of those things, share them with your team. And I can't wait to see you for the start of the live training series on January 9th. Take care.